Hello and welcome to Wake Up Take a Minute with Andrea Holman. I hope you are ready to have a wonderful time today learning about my ministry and others who are encouraging you to grow and show love. In a world of noise, it's hard to know who to listen to and who to tune out. Thank you for your bold choice today listening to Wake Up Take a Minute with me, your host, Andrea Holman. Hey y'all, this is Andrea Holman. If you would like to learn more about me, my upcoming music releases, speaking events, songwriting, or podcast that's happening now, please go on over to my website at andreaholman.com or you can visit my Facebook at Official Andrea Holman. There you can get all the latest and greatest. Hello, this is Andrea Holman with Wake Up Take a Minute Podcast, and I am so excited to be with you today. My topic is, can you wiggle your toes? And you are probably thinking to yourself right now, how can this even be relevant to anything she has to say or to any topic that is possibly going on right now in America? Well, I'm going to tell you that it is very relevant. I have a story, a very personal story to share with you as well regarding my son, which will help you understand why I chose this subject. For those of you who have followed our story for quite some time, You know that our oldest son was born with cerebral palsy. Having a child with difficulties and challenges is heartbreaking on many levels. However, I think that there is always this moment of absolute surprise that we are hit with something new that we didn't expect that really can just impact you on such a level. But it's difficult to really hold back your emotion and your tears when this happens. Because we have to be the strong one, right? And we don't want to lose our emotional gauge in front of our kids. But this really got me. We had been referred to a specialist to investigate whether or not he would benefit from having Botox injections. We had been offered this option when he was younger. And we decided at that time not to do it because we just didn't feel like we had enough information and were educated enough to make that decision for him. So that was when he was two. Now fast forward to when he is 15 or 16. We go and we have this conversation at the hospital with this new doctor, and she explains to us all the pros and cons of having Botox injections. What we find out while we are there is that not only does he suffer from CP, but he also, in his toes, on his left foot, has what they call dystonia. And dystonia is where your toes just kind of go crazy and are very spastic on their own, all right? We are sitting there listening to this, and we thought, oh my gosh, he's being diagnosed with something yet again that we don't know what it is. We don't you know, know how this is going to affect him for walking later in life and things like that. So we're taking in this information, and she went on to explain that, yes, he would benefit greatly from having some Botox because we had never done it before. We should see how it works, and usually the effects can last up to a year or so. We said, sure, we'll go ahead and do it. That's fine. We did the injections. We came back for an evaluation a little bit later on, and what was amazing to me was the difference in his toes and his ability to move them on his own. Now... What I did not know was that my son had never been able to wiggle his toes on his own. Let me repeat that again. My son had never been able to willingly, 
control and wiggle his toes on his own. As we're sitting in the office of the doctors there and they're examining him, he starts wiggling his toes. And he says to her, oh my gosh, that's the first time I've ever wiggled my toes. And I looked at him and said, what? What are you talking about? He said, that's the first time I've ever been able to wiggle my toes. And it struck me so hard at my heart that he had been denied this simple pleasure in life. Do you know how many times we have been to the beach? Up to this point, he's 16. We had been to the beach. I could put my toes in the sand and wiggle them around and move them and feel the sand and squish it between my toes. But my son had never been able to do that. I started thinking about all these things that he had missed because he wasn't able to use his toes and wiggle his toes in a normal way. They were twisted and spastic and went everywhere and did their own thing. There was no control, which also meant there was no way to really lead them in the direction they were supposed to go. They just kind of laid there together in a heap, and when they got activated, they went nuts. The answer for how to actually control them throughout the majority of his life was by wearing a brace, which forced them into the position they were supposed to be so that he was able to walk without falling and having safety issues. Unable to do this simple act for so long, and what a small little victory this was for him and for us, but especially for him, because he had never had the feeling of what it felt like to wiggle his toes on his own. And it must have just been a little amazing for him to say, that is so cool that I actually have control over my toes. That's neat. I, of course, am sitting there crying because I felt horrible that A, I didn't know it, he had never shared it with me, and B, it took us so long to get him to this point, to be able to wiggle his toes on his own. It was unbelievable to me. I bring this to you because I want to talk to you about our muscles and how we use them. Hang with me. Don't panic yet. I'm not giving you a biology class, all right? I wanted to look up how many muscles were actually in control of moving our foot and our toes. I found that there are seven muscles. I'm not going to name them all. I'm not even going there. But there are seven muscles that actually are in control of moving your foot and your toes. Also, something a little bit more common knowledge is the number of muscles it takes to smile or frown. I looked up that information too, and I found that it takes about 10 to 12 muscles to smile and 11 to frown. That to me is pretty cool. For me, it's the intricacies of these little muscles, these tiny little muscles that have so much power over the function of our life. And when I think about our feet and how often we use our feet, how often do we really think about them, how they function and how they work? I mean, half the time I'm in the shower and I'm like, wait a minute, did I wash my feet? And I have to I have to think about it. And if you're like me, I usually don't think about my feet until it's time to go get my toes done. Now, stick with me because here we go. I want you to think about your feet in relation to the Bible. Here's where a few of the verses are going to come in that I want to share with you. If you look at Psalms 119.105, it says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Proverbs 4, 26 and 27 says, Give careful thought to the paths 
for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Do not turn to the right or the left. Keep your foot from evil. God actually calls us to be careful in the direction in which we go. We need his word, his love, his light to illuminate the path so that we know which path to be on, the good or bad, right? One of the other muscles that I have been working overtime for the last two weeks has been my heart. And this is where it becomes relevant, what I'm talking about, to today in our society. I'm not going to talk about the heart muscle because I don't know enough about the intricacies of the heart. But when you have muscles that are in control and they have so much power in your life to literally point you in the direction in which you're supposed to go, I look around in society and it saddens me beyond to know that there are people out there who are not using their heart muscles. Now, let me say right here, don't everybody jump on to me. There are a lot of things happening that need to be talked about, that need to be raised to the importance level that it needs to be taken to in order to create change. And the only way that this is going to happen is if we all come together to make it work. There are changes that need to happen in our society in order for people to love and respect each other in the way that God wants us to. We are called to do that. We are called to love others like we love ourselves. I haven't met anybody who really hates themselves yet, so how can you hate other people? I'm not better than anybody else. I am who I am. I try every day to be a little better, to learn something new, to educate myself, to talk to people who are different than me, to learn about their life and their culture, their families. And I have friends from many different backgrounds. I love my friends. If you meet someone and your hearts click, you know that you're just sisters or you know that you've met someone who's like your brother. And I have met many people in my life that way. Right now, we are not using our hearts. And it saddens me because I think that if we were to look inward and let God's light illuminate our heart and ask for understanding about what we can do to help our current situation in society, that we can openly have conversations with ourselves and with our family, with our kids, and with our friends about racism. I think that we would be able to have more open dialogues with other people, and it wouldn't be so scary. It is scary. I, I'm scared. I turn on the TV, and I'm scared. I look at what is happening, and I know that I cannot sit idle anymore, that the conversation that I need to have must start now. I want things to change, and in order to do that, it has to be through the heart with action. So for me, I look at the heart muscle now as a way to exercise me into action, and that it will put me on the right path that is illuminated so that I can help do my part to make this world better, to leave a better legacy for my kids. That's what I want. The heart is the hardest working muscle there is because it never stops. It never stops. So if our heart is the hardest working muscle that we have in our body, let's put it forward and lead with our heart. Kids get this. Kids get it. They 
see each other, they love each other, they laugh, they embrace each other. There's no judgment when you're a young, young kid. All of those judgments in life are taught to us. If we are going to learn to lead with our heart, we have to be more protective of our heart and we have to keep it safe. One of the ways to keep it safe is to fill it up with all of the things that we know to be true, all of the things that we know that are good, things that make us happy, things that encourage us, things that we love and that we want to share with other people through love. Another way is to work the muscle. If you don't use a muscle over time, it does become atrophied to where you really have a hard time moving that muscle and making it work or controlling the muscle in a way to make it properly work. It has a mind of its own. I want my little intricate heart muscles to work overtime, to try to understand more, to get uncomfortable, and to be in a better place tomorrow than I am today. I want it to be like the first time when my son was able to wiggle his toes. I want that sensation of the newness that happens when you breathe new life into a muscle that may be overworked, may be tired, may be overwhelmed, or that the muscle has experienced atrophy. There's always the possibility to bring it back to life, to make it work again, and we should take it. And that's where I hope we find ourselves in a place with our heart where we know that a new sensation has been found that can bring us together in love when we come through this on the other side, and we will. I have enjoyed my time with you. Thank you for spending time with me. I love you. Have a great week. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your loved ones. Make a new friend. Get uncomfortable. Learn. Have some conversations. Get out there and do what you feel like in your heart you need to do. And start wiggling those toes. Thank you again. And as always, be you, because I'm taken. Hello, this is Andrea Holman. You're listening to Wake Up, Take a Minute podcast. I wanted to share with you my mission today. My mission is to help others be authentic and grow, to find their Wake Up, Take a Minute moment and step out into their purpose. Remember, be you, I'm taken. This episode is sponsored by In His Hands Promotions and Ministries, helping others share their gifts and God's message of love. You can contact them at info.inhishands at gmail.com.